Mitch, please, here. Oh, no, my coffee. Okay, we're good. It was empty. Thank God. I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm spilling coffee. I'm you sorry. scared me. I know. I didn't mean to do it. Mitch, you got it ready? Uh, I got it ready. If Owen's got the audio ready. All right, let's see if you're going to be one for one this week. Let's see if you've made this show better. All right, I think the audio is good for this week. We have uh, the clip from the Pro Bowl games this weekend. We just got done talking about them. This was the exchange on the NFL's YouTube channel. Krista Thompson was moderating the whole thing. A bunch of NFL players around her. Two of them, Micah Parsons, David Njoku, Micah Parsons, had a bit of a comment regarding Cleveland. Let's take a listen. I thought he made great adjustments. <laughs> He obviously showed why Cleveland's Cleveland and Rams. Whoa, 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 That's a crazy shot. shot. Don't give us that political. <laughs> David, you have an opportunity for a rebuttal I mean, here. I mean, obviously, first that first all, half didn't go the way you wanted. What? No, it's what? Cool, it's cool. You okay. Know, you understand one thing, you know? And excuse my voice, it's got. When the bosses come with big bosses, mm-hmm. one thing you know you got to understand is he said Cleveland's Cleveland, but we're, we're both we're both here. I mean, we're both mm-hmm. like oh, playing this Madden game. I think that's a shot. So, you you got to make it make sense. Any person who's Ran acting Meek Mill lyrics is like, <laughs> I can't take them serious. I mean, I mean, but you, am I lying though? Nah, you, you try to be lyrical, but don't not even get lyrical. Lyrics. I'm saying we're both fitting. Lyrically, in the I'm supposed to represent. Right? He has a good point, bro. We all here. Yeah. So, what are you saying? Cleveland, Cleveland. That was, well, that was, uh, okay. I don't know. What do you think, Owen? I don't like I don't the way that the clip comes across, but what was said in there was great. And I thought. And Joku had the great rebuttal of, we're both at the same place. So if Cleveland's Cleveland, is Dallas, Dallas. And they kind of are. Why did Micah Parsons say that in the first place? That's, I guess it is. So you win on this one, Mitch. Like one for one this week. It matters. But why would you say that in the first place if you're Micah Parsons? What's the point of saying that? I don't know. I think it's more of Micah has, in this last year, has really become, he's got the podcast now, right? He's out there in the media every week making you know we have played uh clips from the podcast as a season he's got opinions went strong opinions yeah on, and, like in-game stuff and it sounds to me like maybe some of the um working on entertainment value Micah Parsons forgot about the I'm playing football with my peers part of Micah Parsons but that's fine though I like that I he doesn't say he doesn't save anything to protect anybody's feelings I like that so I should like the comment but it's about Cleveland, and I like Cleveland, and I'm glad that David Njoku was defensive about it. That's my whole entire point of view. Yeah, I, you know, we we kind of joked before the show about ranking, you know, who is more. It was in context to Donovan Mitchell, but to me, Cleveland athletes right now, who's more beloved right now, especially because, you know, Chubb's always going to be up there at the top, but he's kind of out of sight, out of mind right now with the injury. Um, you know, Miles is Miles, and he's been that way forever. And Joku's had a rise this season, unlike anyone else in town. I think he's had the he's gained the most in that beloved I, yeah. Cleveland athlete I, I out think, of anyone else in the whole town. I think you're right. I think anytime you would bring up David and Joku, some people would hem and haw, uh, waiting for that type of year because we kept saying that he was going to have a great year, this this great game changing year, right, career changing year, yeah. and he'd get like the year what was it 2021 or 2019 he gets injured at the very beginning of it right. I mean he's been here forever I would say Njoku if you were going to go by overall popularity of the athletes Chubb's up there but I think what you say is out of sight out of mind I still think he's number one because the moment you say oh yeah Nick Chubb so he's definitely number one Miles Garrett number two I would say Jose number three Donovan Mitchell number four 
like the way Mitch had it earlier today before the show, and then maybe at number five, would it be Najoku or would it be someone else? Would it be Garland? Would it be Mobile? No. Over no David and Njoku? I'm just thinking if, if I'm walking down the street, who's the most recognizable? Jared Allen? Jared Allen is actually Yeah, much, he's really done a lot to endure himself. He is yeah. much more liked than what I think some people realize. There are people who love Jared Allen. Like, you got to be careful if you he talk about him being a He backed up the trainer. bright lights comment yes. with his play so far this season. That's true. Well, he was a guy, when he said that, I said, people always want to make a trade. For the Cavs, like, I asked Danny about it earlier today. Everybody wants to make a trade, and everybody thinks that Darius Garland doesn't work with Donovan Mitchell. Everybody thinks that Donovan Mitchell doesn't work with Darius Garland. Evan Mobley isn't necessarily a unicorn, which maybe we overrated Evan Mobley a little bit, and we'll talk more about him tomorrow. But when Jared Allen said that the lights were too bright, I went, damn it, that's the guy that everybody's going to want to trade. Everybody went from being overly defensive of Jared Allen to then wanting to trade Jared Allen after those comments. And you could tell that J.B. Bickerstaff himself was agitated by having to always be asked about those comments. This season, though, Jared Allen's been sensational. I, that's why I don't, I don't know if you can move on from any of them. I can't see a, a way where they are a desperately better basketball team without any one of these four guys on it. You, you could say what you want to about Darius Carlin. I know that Evan Mobley has still not gotten to that, and I think part of that's the injury. He's not gotten to that level where he's an inside-outside threat. I don't think he's big enough yet. I don't know when that's going to happen. He's still 21 years old. Uh, he's still very, 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 very thin. I don't know if he's got it in him yet. I don't know if he's ever going to have a minute. Like, for the first time, I, I think that right now we're just kind of confused about what we want out of Evan Mobley, especially as we're trying to develop him as the season goes on because he took more threes the other night, and Danny, I didn't get a chance to ask him about it today. I will tomorrow. Danny des- definitely wants him to take more threes. Like, he wants that to be the plan and agreeing with Jason about developing Evan Mobley from three. I think it could be a dangerous thing because if I think that he's meek, and right now I do think he's meek, I think that that can have a serious problem with the way that this team team ends the season. But with a few days left before the trade deadline, I can't see anything right now where I definitely want to make a move with, with Garland or Mitchell or Mobley or Allen or anybody. I kind of want to see where it's at. I've said what I've said about Okoro in the past. I think it's just easy enough to talk about your, I don't want to say trash, but your player that isn't as great as some of your other players for somebody else who's really good. I don't know if I can just say that and expect that. I think I like Isaac Okoro for his defense, and if I go into the postseason, I'm going to need somebody for for their defense. I think the problem, though, right now with the Cavs just in general is I don't think anybody in town thinks they are an NBA Finals team. Not even sure if they think they're an Eastern Conference Finals team. So if you look at that, you got to think there's got to be they've got to make a move at some point before the trade deadline, which is this Thursday. Yes, but there's not really anybody to make a move with, especially now that Jared Allen, who probably had the most trade value, seems to be too important to what the Cavs are doing right now to move on from him. A Coro, you're just not going to get very much for and you're right. They're going to need his defense if they're going to do anything in the playoffs. Lavelle on Twitter. Twitter actions brought to you by Shabin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store, says, Parsons said it because that's how people and the players still view the franchise. It's up to the Browns to do something about it. All right, then what the hell's with Dallas? What are the Cowboys? Cowboys ain't been in a Super Bowl since years before these guys were all born. Big thanks to everybody who joined us today. Daryl Ryder. Who's up tomorrow, Mitch? Uh, we got uh, Termine at uh, 8 o'clock. Yeah. How do you say nope. that name? Well, he's going to hear how you said it coming up tomorrow morning at 8. Danny Cunningham in for Tone. 
There should be another Lima added to the world by tomorrow. Let's go, Enzo. We will find out the name of the child. I don't care what they name him. Was a son. We will I find. Thought. We will find out the name of the child coming up tomorrow. For Big Country, for Jeff, for Meredith, for Mitchie, for Danny, Lord Almighty, for the Slippery Wizard, Anthony Lima, and the new baby eventually, I'm Ken Carmen. Have a wonderful day, my friends, and go Cavs! Hey, sounds good.